Hello and welcome to Re-Energize. This is the place to discover more about emerging tech in offshore renewables and how we will meet our future energy needs. My name is Chris Del Valle, Innovation Manager at ORE Catapult, the UK's leading research and innovation centre for offshore renewables. In 2023, we are celebrating our 10-year anniversary. Over the last decade, we have seen a remarkable transformation in the offshore renewable energy sector, and ORE Catapult has been at the very heart of this. Today, we have a new episode in the mini-series SME Spotlights, where I'm delighted to be joined by Savannah de Savary from Built ID. Savannah, it's so lovely to have you here. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. Thank you for having me. As a form of introduction, we'd love to know a bit more about you and Built ID. What is the one thing that people need to know about your product, Give My View, and how will it help the UK offshore wind sector? So Give My View is a transformative product for community consultation. Any sort of stakeholder consultation that happens, we're able to make it so that it's gamified, it's engaging, and most importantly, it's impactful for the community. What this means is that you're able to engage people on their own terms. They're able to do it from their couch when they're waiting for the bus on their phones. And in a way that means that you're able to educate them about offshore renewable energy, stop that spread of misinformation, and actually reach those hard to reach groups who are really passionate about climate action. They want to see these projects go ahead. And our research and our work has shown that they're just normally not able to feel empowered to take part and help drive this forward. So that's really the one thing to know is there's so many people out there who want to balance the voice of that vocal minority who perhaps aren't so positive about offshore wind. And they want to be able to be your champions and drive those projects forward. They're there. You just have to engage them on their own terms. Absolutely. We'd be really keen to hear from you directly. How did you come up with the idea to develop Give My View? So firstly, when I came up with the idea, I was actually, I was presenting at a conference and and our platform already had all the best projects which are modular on there, showing how sustainably it could be built. And in the audience, I didn't realise, was the chief planner for then the Ministry of Housing, Communities and Local Government. And he reached out to me afterwards and said, you have so many great examples of how sustainable and how really positive this can be, but we're really struggling. And in his context, it was really around housing delivery, really struggling to activate communities and get people who are receptive to change to really engage and and help drive positive developments forward. Um, Is there a way you can harness this platform to do so? And that's why I really started to think about what is it that stops diverse people who are receptive to change, who maybe come from different backgrounds from that NIMBY minority, what stops them from feeling empowered and incentivized to engage? And that's how we created the platform. And it was then we were doing projects not only for property development, but also doing a lot of climate action strategies, doing a lot of sustainable transport work for big infrastructure projects. We were working a lot on on that sort of work. And I think it was actually, funny enough, for the City of London, um, a project we were doing, which was for their climate action strategy that just happened to be seen by some people who worked and answered by some people who worked in renewable energy. And they reached out and they said, we feel there's a big opportunity here. Could we use your technology for our own work, because we're doing statutory consultations. It's not very accessible. We're not getting high levels of responses. And on average, Give My View gets, for a typical project, at least 2,000 people engaging within three weeks from that you know, hyper-local community. And once we started expanding to renewable energy, we found it was on average 5,000 
and then 7,000. Just people have this enormous appetite to engage, not just younger generations, but people from all walks of life and really wanna actually learn more about it and feel like they're part of driving this forward. It gives a, a real sense of civic pride was I think one of the biggest things that struck me about expanding into renewable energy in a way that no other project type we've done has. That's a brilliant story and I love how passionate you are about the product that you're developing and the journey you've been on. And you're now obviously engaged with the offshore renewable energy catapult. So I'd be really keen to hear from you what your journey and what Bill ID's journey with Ori Catapult has involved to date and how has it helped you develop Give My View? I mean, it's been invaluable today. So we um we went and we did a sort of a launch event in Edinburgh, which was fantastic, where we got to meet all the sponsors. And actually off the back of that, we've now been working with some of them to try and develop, you know, sort of innovative tools to engage the fisheries communities, actually to engage with fishermen and try and, you know, they, they say how this is going to impact me negatively potentially so what are you going to do for me and actually looking at in the wider context of um well what can we do for people who have a heritage in the sea your children your grandchildren the opportunities here for work for being able to engage with it in terms of education or is it around local biodiversity initiatives and actually there's such scope untapped scope to be able to really have a constructive dialogue there um, and be able to put tools in the hands, really. This is a digital tool, you know, we're a software company, but really what it's meant to be is a tool that you can have in your hand, whether that's in an iPad or whether it's with QR codes, to actually have more meaningful face-to-face -face conversations as well. And that huge opportunity, potentially with, you know, I don't want to reveal too much, but setting up, you know, sort of a fund, which isn't a community allocation fund. It's actually specifically for people with that heritage in the fisheries community and people who are having to, whether it's move their gear or, or affected along that supply chain. There's such opportunities there to really change that relationship and that dialogue for the better and being able to work with the sponsors to do that and be able to have those honest, candid conversations with someone who doesn't come from this sector but is super passionate about it. That's been really incredible. And then um, realising we could actually also really turbocharge the process working with the experts within the catapult around actually standardising the real education side of this, gamifying the education. And what I mean by that is gamification is when you take game mechanics and you apply them to something which isn't a game. So people are able to gain points. And at the end of engaging for, for their time, having invested it, it has an impact. They can choose whether their points equal tree planting or support for local social initiatives and figuring out other ways to really gamify that education process. Because I think that's a lot of what nimbyism stems from. It's actually from people not understanding maybe the nuances of the challenges and the issues and the biodiversity protections and actually being able to have that more meaningful conversation without having those accessibility barriers that you have if you have to read dense text. That's a real challenge that we're working with the catapult to try and solve. Um, really, it's about accessibility. That's one of the core, I think, uh, barriers within that permitting process to being able to get a smooth community consultation journey. Your tool, the gamification aspect is so interesting and clearly you're seeing so much, I suppose, hype in terms of the interest you're gaining and your journey with Ori Catapult thus far, as you mentioned, some of the sponsors and some of the work you're doing as part of our Launch Academy program, it's really, really exciting and I'm really keen to see where you go over the next four or five months and then in the next years as well. In your previous answer there, you mentioned opportunities around community allocation, a potential fund. We didn't want to maybe give anything too much away, um, but as an individual and in, as an organization, Bill ID, what do you see as the main opportunities in the future for those hoping to develop within the UK offshore wind supply chain? 
I mean, I think there's enormous opportunities ahead. I think that being part of the Launch Academy has been fascinating because you get to hear from the other companies in the cohort as well and see all these incredible innovations that are going on. I think something that's especially interesting is actually around all the vessels. You know, you have the installation vessels, you have the cable lay vessels for the servicing ones, the service operations vessels. And I think the EV vessel space and where that could go, I think is really interesting. Um, and really, I think a, a lot of, in terms of the opportunities, it really how big are the opportunity depends on how big is the appetite amongst the developers and, and the operators to actually invest in innovation because you have that innovation curve always um, and you need those early adopters, those pioneers who are willing to invest, you know, in essentially um, R&D to try and push this forward. And I think there's so many technologies just waiting there to be trialed that could really improve efficiencies and also the environmental impact of the whole supply chain, I think. I think you've hit the, the nail on the head there, Savannah. The opportunity really is massive and it covers a broad range of areas throughout the, in, the entire industry. The opportunity itself is hard to quantify and it's really dependent on the appetite of early adopters and innovation coming to the fore as we look forward. And as an entrepreneur who's developed a very innovative solution that's game-changing, some might say, what would your advice be to potential innovators with an exciting new idea who are listening to this right now? I would say it's all about just um, speaking to as many people as possible. So actually for me, I applied for a Women Innovation Grant from Innovate UK. And once we got that, it meant that I now had a real mandate and I felt empowered in a way that normally I have a little bit of imposter syndrome and I wouldn't necessarily reach out to people. But really part of what my, my whole uh, uh, responsibility with this award was, was to reach out to people within the offshore wind sector. And so I reached out to uh, just, you know, slid into their DMs on LinkedIn and I said, I just love to have a chat and, and just you know, learn more. And that's really how I, I even learned about the Launch Academy. And it just led to leading more people and it snowballs, right? And actually, I think that's really important is putting yourself out there. And I'm not very good at that. So I feel a slight hypocrite giving that advice, but it always pays <laughs> off when you do. If you take a deep breath and you really just put yourself out there and know everyone is not going to respond to you. However, there's always people who are passionate about innovation and you just have to find them. And then it's amazing how many people will want to champion you if you have something that they believe in. Savannah, this has genuinely been a pleasure. Thank you so, so much for taking part in this episode of the SME Spotlight series of Re-Energize. It's now time to de-energize. In the meantime, it'd be great to see you at Global Offshore Wind, and you can find us at the Ori Catapult stand at L85. You can also find more about Ori Catapult at ori.catapult.org.uk and don't forget to follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn at ORE Catapult and on Instagram at ORE.catapult. <laughs>